0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Hiram Roche. And here on this platform, it is men helping men um, redefine greatness through service. And as you may have already noticed, uh, throughout this month of the month of May, this is the month that I call the month for mothers. And so normally during this month, we are celebrating Mother's Day. And, um, and so what I wanted to do is take out throughout this month and be able to acknowledge the women in my life. And so one of the women that we are going to be talking to is this beautiful lady sitting next to me. And so before we dive into this conversation, I need you to do me a favor, because I want everybody to know about this woman. Um, So before I can even, I can't even hold it. This is my mama. So I need you to uh, do what y'all do best, share this, make sure that you're commenting, make sure that you like. For those that are watching this um, and are listening to this for the very first time, make sure that you are subscribed to all the podcasts on every platform. If you're watching this on YouTube or if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure that you like and on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe and hit that notification bell. I'm not going to wait any longer because I can't wait to get a part of this conversation and for you to be able to be a part of what's about to take place. So let's dive in. remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Hey, Mom. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. We're just having a great conversation.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and basically what I want to do is uh, this is called The Mother's Story. So I want to learn about my mom and uh, kind of dive into your story. And um, I believe that your story will be able to help somebody out there, mother that might be watching um, but I know probably somebody is listening like, OK, why is he doing this on a men's channel? Um, but I believe, as we acknowledge, I'm a mama's boy uh, and I love my mother very dearly. And so um, I just thought it was appropriate to have my mama on this channel. So we're just going to do what we do. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So for the people that are watching for the very first time, don't know nothing about you. Um, let them know like. Your beginning where are you born from and all of that and then would we'll die okay
2: okay well I'm Cheryl Gary uh, born in Cleveland Ohio uh, got saved at the age of 10 wow. um, walked that young life in the Lord um, uh, Pentecostal Church of God in Christ services mm. uh, Elder Ford George Ford and Joan, Ford what I, was, our pastors. It started in a vocation Bible study. Mm. It's like a summer school mm-hmm. deal. I would go spend time with my grandmother uh, during the summer, and round the corner was the vocation Bible school. And so, mm. I, I, as a young child, I just, I, I was fascinated. First by just the windows mm-hmm. in the church, you know, because they had all those color palettes. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I was, uh, my mom used to say, uh, I would ride past and say, take me in there, take me in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was always fascinated with, with the church. I didn't know, you know, in hindsight, mm-hmm. you know, that I would fall in love with the Lord and live a life for the Lord. But I started early. Mm-hmm. I started early. Um, I was married at the age of 23. Young but, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, had you mm-hmm. twenty four? Mm-hmm. Um, then we divorced, mm-hmm. and and we was single with the son, and that was uh, where you know because you get to learn the Lord in the different stages in your life. Mm-hmm. You learn depending on your need, you know. That's that's how you discover Him,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know.
2: And at that particular time, I just coming from a broken home, and now experiencing singlehood Mm -hmm. with a child, which was something that I never wanted. Right. You know, I never wanted to have children without being in a family unit. And so when I was forced to be in that position, um, at that particular time, I had already developed my relationship with the Lord. Mm So I just... You know, just learned him in another way. You know, he had, he became my husband, mm-hmm. you know, my mm-hmm. provider. And, you know, so the story goes on.
1: So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, Mom, before, um, before you had me and um, before y'all had me, um, what was your picture of what you wanted or did you want to be a mom? What was that picture before you had me?
2: I didn't. Mm. I didn't want to be a mom. I didn't even want to be married. Wow! Um, because at that particular time, um, I felt I, I came from a place of rejection from my mom, mm-hmm. uh, being at a distance with my siblings. Because I think at eleven or twelve, I went to stay with my grandmother. I mm-hmm. was raised by my grandmother, okay. and I was the only child there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I think I was thirteen, fourteen, and my grandmother passed and mm. then I couldn't go back home to my mother because she did she rejected me Wow, so I wind up my dad was out of state, and I wind up uh him he comes into in, you know in the city now, and then he's with another lady and he talks her into keeping me mm-hmm. and I stayed with them. Until I graduated from high school, which was, uh, you know, God sent because Mm -hmm. she was loving. You know, she was loving. There was challenges, you know, because I wasn't her natural biological child. Right. And then he left me there Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and went on with his life.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, But, you know, I always was, you know, with the Lord and always was in church. So I had that family support. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where I began to to understand in God's, you know, heart of of the family unit. And that's, you know, we call each other sisters and brothers in the church. You know, that's my mother in the faith. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. my father in the faith. Because God's whole heart was the family unit.
1: Right. And so,
2: and I knew that. And that that was a gravitation for me because that's what I yearned for was 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 that family, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted the siblings and I wanted, you know, the mother and the acceptance of the father and, Mm -hmm. you know, and all of that. But I didn't get it in in natural sense initially, but I had it within the church. Mm -hmm. God raised up mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers for me. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, so it was an adjustment, but um, I just, you know, God has just been gracious.
1: Right, right. You
2: know, beyond words, he's been gracious and kind. And um, I wouldn't, you know, trade my life, you know, for another because I learned, you know, and it has cemented in my heart who God really is Mm -hmm. and how much he really loves us, you know, because the love of the father is really what kept me mentally. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So.
2: When we got to the place of being single together, Mm -hmm. uh, I made some. Emotional mistakes because I think I I initially, you know, because I wanted to make sure that you did not experience Mm -hmm. what I experienced. So I (laughs) might have overcompensated, overcompensated a little bit here Uh and overcompensated Mm -hmm. a little bit there. Right. But then being stern Mm -hmm. at the same time, because I knew the reality of the world that we lived in so that you know it was just a it was just a a time of balancing right. you know how do you balance all of this out you mm-hmm. know with the realities that life presents yeah. and and your realities of what you have gone through and then I didn't want to burden you
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know so I couldn't when you would ask you know why they wasn't responding to you mm-hmm. my family in, in the way that you thought that they should. I couldn't answer that mm-hmm. because they didn't do it to me.
1: Right, right. But
2: I wanted you to have the assurance that you had it with me, though. This is the real deal. You right, know, this is yeah. So that was my uh, goal, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that you didn't lack emotionally because I lacked. Right, but I didn't want to overcompensate, giving it to you because I lacked.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: you had, to, you know, God had to balance that out, so you didn't grow up to be, you know, kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Nah. well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you did what you did, so I wouldn't grow up to be messed up. Yeah. But I think one of the things that that I have uh, loved or enjoyed, mm-hmm. I guess I would say. Is the relationship that we've had? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, you and yoked me up a couple times. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, you and whooped <laughs> me a couple times. Absolutely. And, you know, we and deal with all of that. Yeah. Um, But but even as I have grown, we have had and still kept a very very great relationship. Hmm. Um. I think sometimes the the thing that I think about, Mom, when you even when you're talking about really your past and where Um, you really didn't want the marriage. You really didn't want the the child context. Sometimes when I've seen in different patterns, and I know you've seen this as well, in different different scenarios where you'll have a situation where a person will then get married and then have the child, and then it's like they almost resent the context of them having it. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then surely falling in a scenario like you, where then it was one of those things where it's like, okay, we got, we had the marriage thing didn't work out, but now I have this child and I've heard it. People say, now I'm stuck with this child
1: right. because
0: I never wanted one in the beginning, you know, this, this, and this or whatever. Um, you know, and so because of that, now I'm stuck in this situation or stuck in this circumstance, you know, and it does something to them. Um, so for me, the question that I have is how did you not go there? Like how did, how did you not mentally get to that place where it was like, see this is why I didn't want it. This is why I, da 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 da.
2: Well I think um, because I, I started so lo- uh, young mm-hmm. with learning the love of the Lord that he really made a, he made the difference. Mm. that um, not only the pressure of reality didn't destroy me, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but, you know, it was like I I got all of this reality over here and I'm young. I don't really know what to do with all of this. But then over here, I'm learning.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Young still, but learning about, you know, how God would keep you and how God would protect you, Mm -hmm. you know, and how God would, you know, all of the things that, that God would do for you. And so I'm pr- trying to, to, to spill this over, mm-hmm. you know, okay. Y'all told me he's love. So I need some, you know, so I'm actually, you know, as a young person
1: mm-hmm.
2: proving this thing, right?
1: you know, right. proving it, right. you know,
2: so I think in the process, you know, not that I didn't make mistakes or bad choices or things like that. Cause I did, mm-hmm. but I think in the process of the learning and, and the con, you know, the ch- bad choices, mistakes, and all of that—that that I had a revelation of who God was, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and regardless of where I found myself, I—I I really, you know, for a very long time thought that's all I had mm. was Him.
1: Yeah. And it was yeah. like,
2: "I can't give him up, right, because I will be in this great, big old world all by myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. nobody for me, nobody behind me, nobody with me, right, and I mm. wasn't giving God up, yeah, you know, so when, so by the time I found myself in my twenties to with a place in a place that I never wanted to be, but the reality was I was there,
0: right, yeah.
2: You know, I was there, and you were real. Right. And what I realized with you is that I was all you had mm-hmm. at that moment. Right. You know, and right. so I couldn't, my survival was on, was, was now twofold. Mm-hmm. You know, now, not only do I want you to show who you are to me, I need you to show who you are to him.
1: Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know,
2: and, and I promise I won't purposefully do what was done to me. Right. You know, because yeah. I never thought it was supposed to be the way it was, mm-hmm. but that's all I knew. Right, right. But I started getting glimpse of a different picture. You know how sometimes in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, you, no matter how bad it is, you think that that's just how it is right. with everybody
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until
2: you get out of the neighborhood. Right. So church was a way of escape mm. that I, it took me out of the neighborhood. Where I saw, oh, you know, uh, they kids still, you know.
1: Right, right. They
2: acting like they really love them. You know, I saw something different. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. So I get to do, now now I get to really do
1: Mm -hmm.
2: what I said that I would do before I got to do it. Mm -hmm. That I wouldn't do what they did. Right. And now I get to do it. So, and that's why I say, you know, I'm so gracious to the Lord of the balance in that, mm-hmm. because it could have been well, you could have been so rotten, right, unmanageable, and you know because I could have overdid it, right, and made you be to me what you could never be,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. fill
2: those gaps and but I allowed God to do that mm-hmm. so I could give you what you needed, yeah. because that wouldn't have helped you, right you know. It right. just wouldn't help helped
1: you.
0: Right. <laughs> now, I want to ask this question because for you that are watching or those that are listening, I'd, I want to point this major piece out, um, is that everybody's story is different. Absolutely. Everybody's road of where we travel is all going to be different. Okay. Um But we all have an opportunity and I'm glad you said that we all have an opportunity to be able to see that it can be done differently. And when we see that, when we get that glimpse of what that is, we have the opportunity to make a choice. You can either choose to do it the way that you didn't like it to be done or you can choose to be able to do it the way that you see it now and make that choice, to be able to make that difference.
2: Well, when, you know, and I know what you mean.
0: Now I'm not saying you didn't like it. To me. No, 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 I'm no, no. I don't
2: take yeah. that like that. Um, I know what you mean <laughs> uh, when, when you uh, explain the choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but depending on your emotional
1: mm-hmm.
2: health, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: is how you see... Your opportunities right or even the choices because sometimes the choices could be right before you mm-hmm. but but you could be so messed up emotionally wow and mentally that you can't recognize that as being for your good mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and th- and that's why it where you see you know seem like people get into to uh, patterns, you know, not seasons, because seasons change. Mm-hmm. But cycles is that they just go over and over the same thing all the time. Yeah. Where they just come, you know, seem like they can't get out of this cycle.
1: Mm-hmm. Is
2: because they can't recognize in their being emotionally unwhole. Unho- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They can't recognize that that what that is. Yeah. And so that's what God does. He kind of clears the window, Mm -hmm. you know, where Mm -hmm. you can see, where he heals the wounds and the heart, you Mm -hmm. know, because some people go, you know, past situations and circumstances, just like all of the tragic things that I may have gone through that's in my past. Mm -hmm. If I didn't allow God to heal my heart, I could be still in my future, but living it from the past.
1: Right, right. You know, in every
2: decision... That I make is influenced yeah. by the past. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. you think you got away because you 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 know time has passed,
1: right? Right. But
2: emotionally, you you don't recognize how much you can leave behind.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because
2: right. of the devastation, because of the brokenness, because of the hurt, and and you you know you'll come out saying, hmm. you know, I, you know. I'll never let the, nobody hurt me like that again. Right, and, yeah. and going into something new, and this person that you're getting into, with, they don't know nothing about that. Right, but you're still covered with that. You're still stained with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: so I didn't. I didn't. I could. I could not survive like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I sh- struggled, strived, purpose mm-hmm. to be healthy emotionally, mentally that I can present myself as a good mother.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I didn't want to be beating you based on
1: <laughs> right. you know,
2: I thought about something and then <laughs> right. you know, I'm going to be Joe behind, you know. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want you to get the 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 reaction or the load mm-hmm. of my experience. Yeah. Because that was unfair that would have been unfair for you. Yeah. You know, and you was creating your own stuff that I had to deal with, <laughs> you know. <so.
0: laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so you
2: know mm-hmm. that's why I'm so grateful for the love of the Lord. Right. You know, I really am. I. You know, I can't stress that enough that God really does make the difference. And I'm not trying to be, you know, you know, a woo woo, or you know, mm-hmm. you know, but the life that I live, I get to live it because He lives His life through me. Yeah. Really, you know, in, in the whole essence of it. So and you now getting ready to be thirty nine right. this year. And so you you know, if we done lived a we lived a little, little little bit together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, we done yeah.
2: seen some things. We have experienced some things and um but when it's all said and done, we know God is real. Right. You know, He yeah. He is real. And he has manifested himself in our lives, Mm -hmm. and it's undeniable,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. For those that are listening, those that are watching, I want to be able to point some do something, um, in this conversation because I think that this is going to be fun, um, or funny, depending Mm -hmm. on how this is going to happen. I don't (laughs) know how you're going to do this. Um, so, um, you didn't get married to dad until i think i was what 15
2: mhm you mean remarried right mhm
0: um until until i was 15 years old mhm so literally we had well, just say 14 years
1: mm-hmm.
0: um just me and you
1: mhm
0: so how did you deal when i transitioned into the teen years because you mean it was the bad still.
2: Well, oh, I mean,
0: you know, all, it all depends on how you want to look at it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, your yo, your, your years of experience. There with, we
0: go. Yeah, that sounds a little bit better.
2: Well, one thing that that I was convinced about, mm-hmm. you know, and I always stood on the promise and the prayer that God would save you, mm-hmm. and that you know, because I committed you mm-hmm. literally to the <laughs> Lord. And I just trusted that if I trained you up and allow you to see God as who God was, that mm-hmm. he would make such an impact on your on your life, that it would make a difference. And I remember telling you when, when we first began our single life together mm-hmm. without a husband, that I would take care of you as the best that I could mm-hmm. but I can't promise you that I would give you everything mm. but one thing that I wanted you to do so I would be uh, at peace as a mother is that you would fall in love with Jesus mm. and and I will know that you would then be okay because he would take care of you better than me mm-hmm. you might have been about you know, I know you didn't understand all of that, <laughs> and it's in content then, because you you might have been about four.
1: Mm, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, no, yeah I know I am. But it, yeah.
2: you know, but that was my heart about it. Yeah. You know, so when you when you be, you know when when life began to change, see, and and in, in that dynamic, it was a lot going on because we were single. Then we we uh, covenanted with. You know, my husband, and mm-hmm. and he had a son, and right. they were single.
1: Right, right. So you
2: got these two mm-hmm. totally different right. lifestyles that you're trying to bring together, and I was protective mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I was protective. Mm-hmm. I was the mother. I was right. protective over both of you all, mm-hmm. you know, um... But it was a little, it wasn't less protective of one or or than the other, but it was different because I knew you in a different way.
1: Right, right.
2: And and I didn't know John as much as I knew you, but I loved John just like I loved you, but I didn't know him in the same way because Mm -hmm. I didn't raise him.
1: Right, right. So
2: the convictions and the attributes and all that stuff was different. And so when you begin to, uh, like, stretch out, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and at the same time we trying to blend as a family and 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 get some some surety there Uh, I had to cast it on the Lord Mm -hmm. because some of that I wanted you Mm -hmm. to be out right you know because of the of the dynamics of merging stuff together and how all of that was going I was Mm -hmm. like you know, just keep in contact with me. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I need to just know where Mm -hmm. you are and be back at this time, you know? Right. And so I had to trust, Mm -hmm. you know, I had, again, I had to just trust God because I could not be with you everywhere. And I knew you was doing some stuff, but I didn't know you was doing all the stuff you was doing until you start preaching and telling it. But uh, (laughs) I knew you was doing some stuff, right? you know, but, once again, I just I just had to trust God.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I I really did because I you know I in my makeup, uh, my internal peace have to be at peace.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
2: And that's why I'm verbal. You know, in the sense of you know uh, I say what you know not being disrespectful in any Mm, means, mm -hmm. but I have to, if if something is on me, I got to talk about it. It, You know, if you've done something to me, I got to take, because I can't live with it. Right. And, and so what, where my, uh, aim always is God, of course that I do it right and that Mm -hmm. I say it right, but I can't live like that. Right. You know, I have to have that eternal peace, you know, that God gives us. And so, um, that's just how he wired me, and I'm grateful mm-hmm. because it, it keeps me in a place of peace with other people as well. Yeah, and I did have I did have to practice and learn <laughs> and grow into right. not just getting it out, right? You know, right. just saying mm-hmm. it because at first I was like, it just got to come out. You know, have it come out, it's out. You now you deal with it. <laughs> so yes, ma'am.
1: Mm-hmm. So.
2: Uh, yeah, those teenage years were was 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 something because, um, hmm. but I remember, I remember uh, the one right when it's getting time for graduation,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and you was you know you was doing the most, <laughs> and uh, and I was still trying to because because memories and moments are are. are, are like a a picture
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that
2: you will always have, no matter how it turned out, mm-hmm. or even if it was intentional. You know, it's yeah. some things you people you people do to you, or you do, or whatever. You say you sorry, but sorry sometimes just don't. It's not enough right. because I still hurt.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: You know, I still feel that. So I remember those moments when I was trying to be, you know, like make a memory for you,
1: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm.
2: even in the midst of the transition and the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to say, okay, you're getting ready to graduate from high school. This is supposed to be a memory.
1: right? You know, right.
2: I want you to go to the prom. Now, I didn't go to my prom. Mm. I didn't go to my prom, you know, because uh, life was so devastating and, you know, I didn't go to the prom. Wow. You know, so I wanted you to have the prom and, you know, I wanted you to, you know, I ain't necessarily want you to do all that other stuff that you got caught up in, but I definitely wanted you to have the prom, the picture, you know, rent the car, Mm -hmm, you know, and mm -hmm. all of those things. And I remember, uh, you know, how we had to do it, you know, just to create that moment. And I I would tell you, you know, don't let nobody steal that, you know, just... Go enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. Then mm-hmm. come on back
0: home. Right. You know, when it's right. all
2: said and done, you know, however. Right. You know? <laughs>
0: well, I you know, let's look. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one question I do wanna ask because again, majority of the people that I that I talk to are male. There's a male audience. Mm-hmm. Um and But I also know, I'm wise enough to know, I'll say it that way, that I do have some women that listen to my podcast for men, mm-hmm. for the, you know, for whatever that purpose is. Um, how did you choose to raise me in reference to as having a son instead of a daughter? Like to make sure that I had those things that I needed as a male.
2: Well, I, uh, I did want a
1: girl.
0: Mm-hmm, that's why I said that. I know yeah, you wanted a girl. I
1: did. I'm, you know, <laughs> that's my secret. And just for the
0: second, said <laughs> she be still wanting a girl. I did.
2: I did. I did want a girl, mm-hmm. and and even when you got married, right? You know, I was like, I got a girl. You right. know, I did want a girl, but um, of course, the reality was I had a boy, mm-hmm. and I knew that I was a single mom, and I didn't want just the feminine Mm -hmm. influence. Right. Because I knew you wouldn't be balanced with that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So
2: I purposely picked men, you know, that I trusted Mm -hmm. to to begin to pour into you. But this is what I was gonna say. There was a period of time,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and this is where I think is very keen and what happens to a lot of single moms
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, is that the pressure of society with the stigma of how they feel boys should be or Mm -hmm. or mothers should be with their boys, like that mama boy Mm -hmm. concept Mm or mindset. Well, there there was a season where the pressure from other people saying, you know, you shouldn't talk to your mom that much or, Mm -hmm. you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, you, you, you know, the mama boy thing mm-hmm. that they didn't understand the balance of the relationship.
1: Right, right. And
2: so there was a season where you tried to pull away
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I felt it because you didn't want to be identified
1: mm-hmm.
2: per se as what the world says was a mama boy. Right. And so what I had to do was was bring you back in and kind of... Draw you a different kind of picture Mm -hmm. to say now in the world, what a mama's boy, even once you got married, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and and was on your own and having your own kids. I said in the world, in the mindset of the world, the mama, you know, the mama all in the business, all at the house, you know, you telling her your business and she paying your bills and, Mm -hmm. you know, I did none of that. (laughs) Right. And so I right
1: right
2: right I need to bring, I need to bring a reality to you that that's not what this is right but a lot of times because people don't know what it really looks like because it's been perverted for so long right. when the real reality of what is supposed to, a god-given relationship of what it's supposed to be like is foreign right. And so they, they send accusations or negatives towards that. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I'm saying, but this is genuine. Ain't no perversion here. Right. You know, you know, I don't know what's going on over there in your house. You know, you, you're not telling me your business. I ain't paying your bills. Right. You know, and I ain't at your house. Right. You know, so, (laughs) so it's like, so where is all of this coming from? Because Mm -hmm. of mindset.
1: Yeah. It
2: really is mindset. And so I had to live through that. Mm -hmm. And really, it helped me because just as you growing and was growing, so was I. I'm now in a different place where now I have to grow. I have to respect you as a man,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know,
2: respect you as a man. And... I remember one time I went to, you know, how I used to pick stuff up for you.
1: Mm -hmm, mm And um, I would be
2: somewhere, and I'd be like, oh, I think he would like that. And I would pick, and somebody questioned me about it. And Mm -hmm. they said, you still shopping for him? I said, no, 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 no. I said, I wouldn't buy this Mm
1: -hmm. if
2: I was picking it, if it was what I, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm buying it because it's cheap, and it's, you know, it's a good price for something, and I know he would like it.
1: Right, right. But...
2: I wouldn't pick that, Mm -hmm. so I'm not dressing him. But it was a mindset, Mm -hmm. and not only I would pick up for other people too. Mm -hmm. You know, that was just my giving way. Right. But they they couldn't they couldn't flow with the concept Mm -hmm. because of perversion of what that was. Right. And so I had to live through that. You know, it's okay. Well, you know, I keep my pennies. (laughs) It's okay.
0: (laughs) So as again as you can tell. Um, I enjoy talking to my mom. Now we talk on a constant basis. I mean, we—I I made sure that. Well, more so, she made sure that because it did get to a season where you know it was uh, yeah, you it's know okay, it was a little something, but you know um. I'm grateful, Mom, one, that you took the time to sit down and talk with me (laughs) on this podcast and, uh, you know, take you out to your comfort zone just a tad bit. A tad bit. Um, bit. But um, I'm grateful that you did that. And for those that are listening as well as watching, um, I know and hope that this conversation has been helpful. One of the reasons why I wanted to make sure that I did this was not just, again, not just the one thing of allowing the world to be able to know or hear um, from the women that impact my life. Mm -hmm. But I also believe that these type of stories help the lives of different people because they have the same experiences or they have things where it's like, oh man, okay, I see how that could change my life or I see where I can make some adjustments or whatever that might be that would help them to be able to see their lives different. Um, and so I hope that through this conversation that this has been a help to you. This has been a help in one way or another of where that you can be able to see, even if you are a father that might be a single father that is parenting your child, either a daughter or, or a son, um, whatever that might be. Or you're just, you know, a husband, you know, going through the pieces of you know, being able to have a relationship with your mom or whatever that might be. The reality of it is the lessons that we learn can be able to be in some sense um, attached to any part of our lives. So because of that, the only thing that we do is we take these type of lessons and conversations and be able to apply them to the areas where we want to make the adjustments and changes for ourselves. So, thank y'all for being a part of this conversation I love y'all as y'all can tell your boy is very relaxed and um, for those that are listening y'all can't tell I'm sitting down on my mom's couch stretched out a little bit um, just just very relaxed because this is you know this is kind of this is mom so I can I can be a little bit more relaxed than normal so I love you all and thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time right here on the focus on greatness love you talk to y'all later. And continue to be great. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I pray that this conversation was impactful to you in some form of way. What I want to make sure is that not only are you hearing and learning this information, but that you're taking the time to apply something some nugget, some some piece that you took from this conversation that you can say, I can apply this for my life to be better. I want you to continue to be with me and make sure that you're with me every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you all. And I'll talk to you next time right here in the Focus
1: on Greatness family. Bye-bye.